Welcome to the 618 Now, a production of the Chamber of Commerce and the O'Fallon Weekly, where we give you a snapshot of what's happening right now in O'Fallon and Shiloh. Today is Friday, October 14th, 2022, and Jessica, what's going on? Usually, with our episodes, Nick, we try to have a theme, but sometimes, like today, the topics, they're just going to be all over the place, so I just want to state that up front. So basically what I'm saying is don't expect any smooth transitions. All right. Well, this is going to be interesting. (laughs) Let's get down to it. I want to start with some listener shout outs. We ran into listeners Becky and Josh at the Night to Unite in the community park recently, and they said that they're loyal listeners. So we always appreciate that. Thank you. But they also said that one of the things they most appreciate about the podcast is when we do road construction updates. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, people need to figure out where they're going and how to get there. And I find it interesting because when we report on things, we always hope that others find it helpful or interesting. But if I'm being honest, especially with infrastructure, sometimes I sort of pause and I'm like, "Eh, I don't know if others are going to care that this section of the road (laughs) is about to be resurfaced. But as it turns out, hey, some of you really want those types of updates. So with that in mind, the city of O'Fallon was notified this week that they're receiving a large grant to study improvements to Highway 50, but this is not your typical road construction grant. This is a Great Streets grant, which is an initiative that launched in 2006 as a way to expand how communities think about their streets. So rather than viewing a road project as solely a way to make more vehicles go faster or move more efficiently... The goal of this initiative is to encourage economic and social benefits by sort of centering communities around interesting, lively, and attractive streets that serve all modes of transportation. Okay. So basically, the goal isn't just to repave an existing street. The goal is to study the whole area and then reimagine how Highway 50 could look with maybe wider areas, maybe some walking and biking paths. And this is set to cover the area of Highway 50 from exit 14, which is down near Walmart, heading east on Highway 50 all the way down to Scotchroy Road. So pretty much throughout the entire Pretty much of most O'Fallon. of O'Fallon, for yeah. sure. Now, this is a St. Louis area grant, and previous projects have included Forest Park, the Grand Center near the Fox Theater, and then South Grand Boulevard near the Missouri Botanical Gardens. And now we can include the city of O'Fallon among those grant recipients. It is a $400,000 grant with a $100,000 matching from the city, and the study is expected to be completed sometime around December of next year. Okay. So if the study isn't set to be complete for 14 months, then the work itself is probably years away. Definitely years, years and years away. Okay. Well, we've got a good amount of grant money, and it sounds like it'll be put to good use. So what other random topic do you have for us today? (laughs) There's a good chance that many listeners received a postcard in the mail from the state of Illinois recently regarding Illinois tax rebates. There are two rebates that are being issued over the next eight weeks or so, and it's all part of a $1.8 billion piece of legislation that became effective back in July called the Family Relief Plan. The state's 1% tax on groceries, that was suspended starting back July 1st. Then, if you recall, the gas increase was delayed by six months, so it should have started in July, but it'll now start in January. And you also may recall that there was a school supply sales tax reduction for a few days back in August, so all of that was part of this plan. Well, now, a large piece of that program is rolling out, and that is tax rebates. There are two rebates. One is a property tax rebates for eligible homeowners. 
It'll be an amount equal to the property tax credit that you qualified for on your 2021 Illinois tax return up to a maximum of $300. And then the other is an income tax rebate. So for individuals who made less than $200,000 in 2021, they'll be eligible for a $50 income tax rebate. Couples filing jointly with incomes under $400,000 will receive up to $100, and then tax filers will also receive $100 per dependent up to three dependents. So an average family filing jointly with three kids could receive up to $700. And however you received your income tax refund is how you'll receive your rebate, so either direct deposit or by check. But if you didn't receive a refund for last year, um, then you'll receive a check in the mail from the state. So there you go. All right. Totally unrelated. I've got a quick fun fact for those who may have students at the high school. It feels like school just started. In fact, we are still in the first quarter of the year. But parents of high schoolers have already received an email about having their students start selecting classes for next school year. What? That seems a little odd. It does. But here's why. Many schools set the number of classes, and then they sort of fill up on a first-come, first-served basis. So a school might say, okay, we're going to have three science classes, and when they're full, they're full. But OTHS takes a different approach. They see how many students they have who want to take a certain class, and then they try and open that many sections based on the interest. Okay. So maybe they have enough student interest for, let's say, five science classes. But in order to do this, it requires starting the conversation about registering for classes much earlier than I think maybe um, what some of the other schools do. And I like this approach because it seems more student-focused rather than resource-focused. So if your family already received an email asking your student to start selecting classes for next year, now you know why. All right. Well, that's good information. Any other random topics before we get into what's happening on the calendar? One last thing. Listeners of the show know that we are big fans of the O'Fallon Public Library, and we're not the only ones. During the last year, over 108,000 people visited the library, which is roughly 9,000 people per month. And together, they checked out over 200,000 physical items, plus another 44,000 digital ones, which I think is incredible. That is. And together, they logged over 9,500 hours of public computer use. There is a program that tracks what's been checked out and then assigns a value to those things. So if you check out a book and it knows it retails for $24.99, it tracks that. And in the most recently completed fiscal year, the library generated over $4.5 million of value to the community. Wow. Which means the value that the library generates is about three times higher than their operating budget. So that's pretty good bang for your buck. Along those lines, the Friends of the Library, which is the philanthropic group that supports library programs, they have a trivia night scheduled for Saturday, November 5th, and that'll happen at the VFW. Doors open at 6 and trivia starts at 7. And this trivia night specifically supports their Dolly Parton Imagination Library. And we've covered this in the podcast before, but this is an effort which provides a hand-selected, age-appropriate, high-quality book each month to children from birth age until 5 that are enrolled in the program. And it is a way to ensure that kids have reading materials in their home. Well, that's cool. So the trivia night on November 5th helps support that. That's right. And what else is on the calendar? Today is Friday, October 14th, which means tomorrow is the Vine Street Market at O'Fallon Station. It is the final Vine Street Market of the year. The market opens at 8 and live music starts at 9. And Nick, last month, nearly 4,000 visitors attended the market throughout the month. That's crazy. And the weather's looking perfect for this weekend, so consider coming out one last time. 
Also tomorrow is the Be a Kid for a Night at the Gateway Center in Collinsville. This event is in support of Caritas Family Solutions, and we highlighted the important work that they do for families in our community in a recent episode. Tickets are still available for that, and we'll link to that in the show notes. And then Sunday is Bosses Day. Special shout out to Chamber President and my boss and mentor, Debbie Rel Martinez. She's fantastic. She really is. So happy Bosses Day to Debbie. Next Saturday, October 22nd, is the Four-Legged Running 5K, hosted by Fur Child. That begins at 9 a.m. The proceeds benefit two local animal care organizations. You can race alone, or there are just a few more spots if you want to also bring your dog. And the race medals for this event are really cool. We're going to go ahead and put a photo of that on our Instagram, so check that out. Registration closes this Tuesday the 19th, so if you're interested, you'll need to jump on that, and we'll link to that registration in the show notes. And next Saturday is also the Shiloh Treasures in the Park from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. They have over 30 vendors and lots of unique handcrafted items. Musical entertainment is provided by the Twilight Band from noon until 3. And the PTO will have a food stand with chili, chili dogs, walking tacos, and all the proceeds from the food sales go directly to the school. And heads up, if you're planning ahead for trick-or-treating, Halloween is on Monday, October 31st. City trick-or-treating hours will take place from 6 until 9 p.m. The VFW also has a really fun and family-friendly event that same evening, and we'll highlight that in next week's episode. And Nick, that's all we got. Sounds good. Lots happening in the area. And on that note, I've got to get going. Thanks, Nick. It's always a pleasure. This podcast is a production of the O'Fallon Shiloh Chamber of Commerce. We're a nonprofit with over 600 members, and together we welcome, unite, and promote business. Remember, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy local, and that's sort of the same thing.